Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. And welcome everyone, wherever and whenever you're listening to, to Whole Life Healing. And what we try to do here is help you live the happiest, healthiest, most successful life you possibly can. And I believe the only way to do that is to address your whole life. Uh, I've been in this field for over 30 years now, and I've seen so many things where people did something and they're like, oh man, this is it. And then three months later, six months later, yeah, that wasn't it. And then they keep trying thing after thing after thing, and they never quite get most of them to where they're trying to get. And I think one of the big reasons for that is that thing, whatever they were doing, diet, exercise, a particular energy medicine thing, meditation, prayer, whatever it was. I shouldn't include prayer in that because I I think prayer is totally different than the most important thing. But whatever that thing is they were doing, most likely just came at their issue from one perspective. Even when you hear the word holistic, okay, when you really check into it, holistic usually means like in the the area of diet, it means holistic diet, but it does not include uh, your, your mental aspect. It does not include the spiritual aspect. So whole life healing to me is that we are a three part being, body, mind, and spirit. Each of, those, each of those parts speak a different language, if you will, even though they overlap and they all communicate and cooperate with each other. So to be happy and healthy and successful to your maximum, you have to have all three of those be good, spiritual, mental, and physical, not just one. And so many people who I've worked with over the last 30 plus years, they will be trying to do that, but one of those three areas will be a problem. And that's why they're not able to kind of get to the next level. So each week here, we try to give you a little something to think about and chew on and evaluate in your own life, a little something to practically apply to maybe make your life a little bit better this week and sometimes for the rest of your life. And if we can do that better, please let us know. But whole life healing to me is all areas of your being, body, mind, and spirit. Because if any one of them is not what it needs to be, you're not going to have the experience of your life like, like you want and like you're capable of. Okay, the spiritual law, the secret law for this week, I've entitled with just one word, consequences. 
So that's the first thing I'd like you, kind of your, your first uh, homework assignment this, this week, is just close your eyes and think of the word consequences. And when you think of that, what comes to mind? Most likely, particular memories will come to mind. And most likely, there'll be times you got in trouble or times that you tried something and it didn't work out so well, things that you regretted, things that maybe the other shoe hasn't dropped yet, but you're concerned that it's going to at some period and you're worried about that. So consequences to me, if we want to boil it down, usually involve either punishment or pain. Now punishment is that you know, I, I get in trouble with my parents and no TV for a week. Or I, I steal money from the IRS and I get put in jail or fine, all right? And man, that's a painful word. What does that word bring up for you? Punishment. I don't like that word, all right? And then the other word, pain, doesn't necessarily mean you did anything wrong that you're being punished for. It may be more natural consequences. So that falls kind of under the realm of reward and consequences or reward and punishment. So either one. So you do the right thing. You make the right decision. You bet on the right stock and you get rewarded. You do the wrong thing, whether you intended to or not, and maybe there's a negative consequence that you're trying to avoid. Now, when you think about consequences, you may on the surface think, ah, yeah, I don't know if this applies to me that much. And I would say that almost anyone I have ever met, the issue of consequences affect almost every single hour of your day and life. We just don't realize it. But let me tell you why. How big a deal in the marketplace in the world out there today are these things? Worry, anxiety, stress, fear, depression, anger, rejection, identity, worth, value. You ever heard of those things? You ever hear those things day in, day out? You ever feel those things in your life and go, ah, man, I don't like that. I, 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 I want that to stop, okay? Well, all of those are intricately and intimately connected to the issue of consequences. Let me tell you how. Worry and anxiety and fear come from possible perceived consequences. Now that word perceived is an interesting word because statistics tell us that over 90% of those things we have worry, anxiety, and fear about never happen. I've, I've seen that statistic as high as 98% of them never happen. It depends on the person and how many things they worry about. I would say 
that statistic would be higher for my wife than it is for me. She's more of a worrier than I am. And that's probably true with you and the people you love and care about. Some people are more prone to that than others. The largest study ever done of people who live to be over 100, directed by Dr. Thomas Paris, MD, at Boston University, took, I think, over 30 years to do. Uh, Thousands of people that live to be over 100, they found one common thread, only one, those people didn't worry. Now, they still had bad things happen to them just like everybody else. They just didn't worry about it. So that 90, 95, 98% of stuff that's not going to happen anyway, it didn't stress them out. And the 2% to 10% of stuff that did happen, they were much better able to deal with it because they weren't already all stressed out from the worry. Okay? So that's a no-lose proposition. So all of that comes from perceived possible consequences. It comes because you're focused on the consequences. i got to keep that from happening. All right. Depression. Let's go to a different place. Depression and anger come from current and past consequences. Those are things that absolutely are happening or have already happened. The problem with being angry and depressed over it is, number one, it doesn't help you with what's already happened. It doesn't change it. Nothing can change it except to heal it internally with energy, medicine, prayer, and stuff like that. And that'll often heal it and make a night and day difference. But worrying about it, being angry about it, being depressed about it does not help it. It actually makes it worse. And... The anger over the stuff that's happening right now, again, makes it harder for you to deal with than if you weren't angry and just dealing with it from a place of as much peace as you can have given whatever is going on. And, and, and I think most of you know what I'm talking about there. If you're totally stressed out trying to deal with a difficult situation right now, It is much harder, and that is coming from a fear place in your brain, which means your creativity, your problem-solving, your energy are all greatly diminished. Also, your actual IQ is greatly diminished. So you're dealing with an issue that's important to you that you need to get resolved with one arm tied behind your back as far as your internal resources are concerned. But... Again, both of those, almost any, any negative emotion or feeling or thing you can experience in your internal being is connected to your perceived consequences of that. In other words, because you're focused on the consequences and I've got to keep this from happening or uh, change it immediately as fast as I can or it's going to kill me, which is really what you're thinking inside, even though you probably don't think those words, that's the thing that's killing you. So a focus on consequences is a focus on expectation. The expectation 
is I've got to keep this consequence from happening. The problem is most of those consequences are not 100% in our control and even the ones that are in our control we are much more prepared and better able to deal with them if we're coming from a place of mental, physical, and spiritual peace than a place of mental, physical, and spiritual stress. So a focus on the consequences spikes your stress, puts you into expectation mode, and makes you not able to deal with the situation in the way you need to. Expectation comes from pain and imagined pain. Okay, think about that one this week. Expectation that spikes your stress, which is a focus on consequences or reward, comes from pain and imagined pain. And remember, the lack of pleasure is painful, which means boredom is painful. And that's how a lot of people get into trouble. That was one of my biggest issues earlier in my life. I got into most of my trouble because I was bored. Well, that's a form of pain. A, a, A lack of perceived pleasure is painful. So expectation comes from pain and imagined pain. We need to quit imagining that, and we're imagining it because we're focused on the consequences. Seek pleasure, avoid pain. We need to quit focusing on that and focus on what is right and good right now in the present moment. And that will shift you out of expectation and consequences to a place of peace a place where you're not in stress, a place where you can deal with the situation in the absolute best way you possibly can, which will ensure the absolute best outcome for you. Okay, here's the irony. And I I, I kind of just said it, but let me say it in a different way. The irony is that expectation itself, which comes from focusing on perceived consequences, the irony is that expectation itself creates immediate and continued pain, which results in anxiety, depression, anger, low self-worth, etc. So the very fact that you're focused on the perceived pain causes you actual pain. that most likely you would have never had to go through otherwise, but even if you did, would be much, much less if you weren't focused on the pain. One time when I was a little kid, um, I had a phobia of shots at the doctor's office with a needle. I was probably, I don't know, three, four, five, six years old, And I had that for a long time, by the way. When I was in full-time ministry, I was in charge of a blood drive at uh, the church that I worked. And uh, I tried to sneak out of it, but at the end of it, everybody ganged up on me and made me give blood, which I was trying to not do because of my phobia. 
And so they hooked, the Red Cross people were so wonderful, and they hooked me up, stuck the needle in my arm, and about 30 seconds later, the Red Cross lady came back and said, Are you okay? <laughs> and my face was red, and I was breathing rapidly. I was sweating. And I said, Uh... Yeah, I, 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 I think I'm okay. And, um, and she looked at me again, took my pulse, felt my head, and said, uh, you're not okay. And then they flipped me upside down, uh, gave me some water, and I, I got better and I got through it. But anyway, when I was a little kid, I remember that. And one of the stories my mother used to love to tell is that when I was a little bitty kid, I was sick, we went to the clinic, and they were going to give me a shot, and so they pulled my pants down, and it was one I had to get in my hip, they pulled my pants down, bent me over a table or something, and I just started screaming to my mom, please don't make me get a shot, no, 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 please don't make me get a shot, I mean just yelling, I'm sure I was disturbing everybody in rooms all around. What in the world are they doing to that kid? And while I was screaming, don't let them give me the shot, my mom put her arms around me and smiled and looked in my face and said, Alex, the shot was over about 10 seconds ago. It's already done. I didn't even feel it. <laughs> I was so busy screaming and crying and focusing the, on the image of how much that was going to hurt, okay? My, the thing that caused the great pain in me was my image and the perceived pain. The actual pain wasn't that bad, okay? And today I'm fine with all that stuff. But anyway... That's the irony, is that focusing on the pain creates the pain. If you don't focus on the pain, yeah, you're still going to have some pain in life, but it's going to be much less. You, you'll probably live to be one of those people that's over 100 and healthy, okay, because you're not being stressed out 5, 10, 15 hours a day, which suppresses your immune system and all that other stuff. So... The only way to win this thing, if what we're talking about today is a game, you know, focusing on the perceived pain, the consequences, the expectation, versus focusing in the present moment on what is right for me to do right now and good, love-based, the only way to win this battle is to let go of the expectation, to stop focusing on the consequences, and to start focusing on what is good and right for me to do right now and giving up the consequences, expectations, etc. to God. Now, working to try to make the best thing happen as best I can, but realizing everything's not in my control and giving it up, and then when the pain comes, not focusing on the pain, but focusing on still on what is good and right, right now. So think about it this week, and if you can switch from being consequence-focused to being the best, good, right thing 
for me to do right now with a positive outlook, not, not, not positive like a million dollars is on the way to me right now, not that kind of, that, that hurts you more than it helps, all right? But focusing on the good rather than the bad. And you'll feel better and better. Your immune system will start healing things. Your stress level will go down. And it'll change your life way more probably than you can imagine pretty much every hour of every day. Try it.